Hello, you're listening to Masterful Librarian Podcast with your host, Marion Royal, helping librarians achieve greater relevance, meaning, and impact in a rapidly changing world. Welcome. It's good to have you with me today. Have you felt recently that being a librarian wasn't as satisfying as it once was? Or have you perhaps felt the lure of other professions calling you? Or maybe like many of us, you've lost your library job and are now thinking it might be fulfilling to try a new field. If so, you're not alone and it's perfectly okay. In today's episode, I'm going to give some tips and winning strategies for making a career pivot out of the library profession. This is the first in my series called Library Career Pivot. I'll also be providing a list of great career shift resources. You can find that list and the complete show notes at masterfullibrarian.com slash ep7. Not that I want any of you to leave libraries, but sometimes it happens. My hope is that if you're looking at pursuing a new field, it's voluntary on your part, completely voluntary, and not because you've been laid off or furloughed or even threatened with layoffs. I hope it's simply because you're ready for a new adventure. There's no shame in feeling drawn to do something new. I myself am on my sixth significant career iteration. I've been a hotel sales rep, a medical librarian, a travel agent, a school librarian, a public librarian, and now a coach, consultant, and trainer. In her book, I Don't Know What I Want, But I Know It's Not This, A Step-by-Step Guide to Finding Gratifying Work, third edition, Julie Jansen says this, and I quote, there is no age limit on searching for happiness and fulfillment in work and life. I really love this quote, and I love it because it's so true. If you're feeling like now is the time to pursue a new career interest, I'd like to offer some tips to get you started. 1. Identify what's missing. First, ask yourself what you feel is missing in your current situation. Are there certain skills you'd like to use that you have that aren't needed in your current work? Are there no avenues for career growth? Or maybe you need a higher salary scale. What is it that you're not getting in your current job that you hope to find in a different career? If you can identify what's not satisfying or what's not working in your current job, it will be easier to target a more fulfilling position. Otherwise, you could just end up right in the same kind of circumstances. Two, assess your strengths and interests. Take a strengths assessment and an interest inventory to get some clarity around around what you're good at and what you like to do. 
it's really important to realize that you can be good at something, highly capable, but not find it particularly interesting or feel any passion for it. Where do your strengths and your interests intersect? That's what you want to know. That is your sweet spot. Consider that sweet spot when you identify possible new career pathways. Find a pathway that will allow you to mix both your strengths and your interests. Three, identify your transferable skills. I often wondered when I was working as a librarian and I've heard other people ask, how can what I do in libraries transfer over to a different career? Because sometimes it's not all that obvious. The truth is, many of the skills and experiences from your library work will transfer into many other industries and careers. So take an inventory of your job skills in areas of job experience. Some possibilities are collaboration, metadata tagging, people skills, team building, event planning, financial management, consensus building, marketing, budgeting, evaluation, graphic design, fact-checking, and strategic planning. And those are just a few that are highly sought after in lots of other industries, especially the people-related skills, the soft skills that they're seeking in many big tech companies. What other skills do you have? There are others. Think of those and add those to your list. Four, imagine what you want your life to look like in a year. Sit down and create a very clear picture in your mind of how you'd like your life to be. Include as much detail as possible. Down to just the minutia of what your life would be like. Write that down, that picture of your life, or maybe even create a picture with a vision board, but get it down in a way that you can look at it. And once you know your clear goal, develop a first concrete action, a small step. Once you identify that action, put a time and a date on your calendar to take that step. And I mean that literally right down somewhere in a calendar when you are going to take that first step. Maybe it's this Thursday at 2 p.m. I will take the next step. That will hold you accountable to yourself to get started. So your first small step might be, and I recommend this, create a fresh new resume. Check out a good resume building site. And there are lots of them. I'm listing some of those in, in the show notes, but there are, um, there's assistance on LinkedIn, on resume.com, on Canva. Check out a good resume building site and get an idea of what you need to do to make your resume look 
look contemporary, to look current, to appeal to the kinds of people who are doing hiring now. You don't want your resume to look like mine did recently and look like I did it 20 years ago or longer. Um, You want to make it fresh. You want to make it uh, modern. Highlight in your resume those transferable skills and your career goals that you've identified in the previous steps rather than focusing on your library experience. So use a resume format that really um, makes a priority out of what is your skill set rather than where have you worked. You want to focus on what you can bring to the new company or to the new profession. Make your resume as brief as possible, as condensed as possible, even if you have a long job history. Most hiring managers are not going to spend much time reading your resume. You don't want to bore them or cause them to toss yours aside because there's just too much content. Make it easy. Use bullet points um, and highlight what they might be looking for. Learn to write an outstanding cover letter. I recently attended um, or watched a webinar uh, from Indeed.com. It was free, and it featured John Long, who is a board-certified coach and certified master of career services with Two Roads Resources, career and life coaching. And uh, he talked about what hiring managers are looking for in a cover letter today, which is different than what they used to look for. This webinar, which is um, on YouTube, and I'll put the link in my show notes at masterfullibrarian.com slash EP7. But he goes through exactly what they want to see, what the format should be, how to draw from your experiences to um, make them pertinent to the job that, that you're applying for. So I highly recommend that you learn to write a just a super kick-ass cover letter to catch capture the attention of the human resources manager that will be looking at it. Once you've created your new resume and uh, written some cover letters or prepared to write your cover letters, you want to create or enhance and leverage your social media presence. That's tip number six. Create or enhance and leverage your social media presence. LinkedIn is, I believe, considered the most professional platform for, um, you know, looking for, for new jobs, for connecting with people in your profession or new professions. If you don't have a LinkedIn profile, you really need to create one and you need to optimize it. And there's a lot of help online on how to optimize your LinkedIn profile. Get yourself a good headshot. Get yourself a good write-up about yourself um, and present yourself well on LinkedIn because many employers, before they even reach out to contact applicants for interviews, will look at those profiles first, those LinkedIn profiles first. Network through your social media presence. Um, Start making connections through LinkedIn with people in your new profession. And also people in your in, in libraries, just to you know build a presence online that people can check out. You might even put out the word if you 
are not trying to keep this private, you might put out the word to some of those connections that you're interested in their field. And could they give you some tips on how to get started or what do you need to know? But definitely network, 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 and leverage your social media presence. Seven, get more education, certifications, or licenses if you need them. Some careers and industries require very specific credentials. Some will accept experience in lieu of credentials. But if you really want to get in the door of those industries, get the credentials. It will be worth it. One word of caution around that. um, If you are an older person, if you are, you know, in the last 10 years of what you expect to be your working life, then um, you might want to think about whether or not the investment, the financial investment into more schooling or licensure or certification, will you get a, a good return on that investment? Are you going to make enough money in your remaining work life to cover what you might spend to get more education or a certification? Although, you know, it may be that you're so passionate and excited about this potential new career that you're willing to spend that and it isn't an issue for you. But do think about it. If you're feeling stuck, you might consider hiring a career coach. Sometimes we need someone to help us sort through all the noise in our own heads and help us tap into our own inner clear direction. Usually, we know exactly what we need to do, but we can't get our thinking organized enough to come up with the next best step or the first best step. If you need someone to bounce things off of or to help you get clear on what you really want to do, consider hiring a career coach. You might be looking for a job and want to do that very discreetly. Usually, we don't necessarily want our current employer to know that we're looking elsewhere. So if you're in a circumstance where you need to keep it quiet, that you're looking, consider um, joining uh, Glory Wheeler's free networking group, Pivot and Private. Glory owns Live Sparks Coaching, and she specializes in helping people recharge, redirect their careers. I will put a link to Glory's Facebook site in the show notes if you're interested in checking her out and checking out her pivot and private free networking group um, of people who are looking to find new work without the world knowing. So if you've got a dream or goal to transition into a new phase of your work life by changing careers, I really do encourage you to Go forward with that, and I wish you the best of luck. Check out the resources that I've listed in the show notes at masterfullibrarian.com slash EP7. Now I'll leave you with this encouraging quote from Julie Jansen's book, and she says, It is time to make yourself happy in your work. Start your journey today. It's not necessarily easy to find your path toward finding satisfying work. This is why more people choose not to do anything about alleviating their unhappiness or dissatisfaction. 
Don't let yourself be one of them. Instead, close your eyes and allow yourself to imagine what it would feel like to be happy and excited and fulfilled in your work. Finding work that is satisfying, gratifying, and fulfilling will change your life. Thanks so much for listening to Masterful Librarian Podcast. Please share the show with other librarians who also want to achieve greater relevance, meaning, and impact in a rapidly changing world. If you're listening on the Apple iTunes app, please review the show. Until next time, keep making a difference. Bye now.